Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is WWJ All Local. A woman... In critical condition after a crash on the Southfield Freeway last night, Michigan State Police saying the 28-year-old was driving a dark sedan when she drove off the freeway and up an embankment hitting a tree. She was taken to the hospital where she remains this morning in critical condition, we're told. Investigators are working to figure out why the woman lost control of her car. It's an important day in Lansing where the state House and Senate will elect new leaders with a new party in control of both chambers. The House and Senate, each going to be controlled now by Democrats for the first time in nearly 40 years. Representative Joe Tate, whose district covers part of Detroit and a portion of the Gross Points, is likely to be elected Speaker of the House. Tate would become the first African-American American House Speaker in state history. In the Senate, Winnie Brinks of Grand Rapids is the favorite for Senate Majority Leader. Uh, She would be the first woman to hold that title. With the Democrats taking control of the state legislature and the governor's office, WWJ's Beth Fisher reports now at least one group is happy. Educators with the Michigan Education Association and the K-12 Alliance are pleased. MEA President Paula Herbart says the pandemic changed education and they need to keep moving forward. Well, what we want to make sure is that our students have everything that they need to have an opportunity to succeed. Investments in public schools will make that happen. And each community will look at what their school districts need and make sure that we're allocating our resources in the most appropriate way possible to ensure that those students have those opportunities. K-12 Alliance Director Robert McCann echoes those sentiments and says they look forward to working with Whitmer and the new leadership of the Michigan House and Senate. Beth Fisher, WWJ News Radio 950. Proposal 3, the measure legalizing abortion in Michigan, passed overwhelmingly on Election Day, but it could see some legal challenges. Our Charlie Langton live to explain. Charlie. Well, Jonathan, that vote, that Proposal 3, passed 57% to 43%. That could be the end of challenges? Well, not necessarily. The abortion amendment to the Constitution will not take effect for 45 days, but some say that there are legitimate legal challenges that could hold up its implementation. For example, the language could be challenged on vagueness, something that was hotly debated during the campaign. Now, there could be a challenge to the extent of what Proposal 3 really means, like consent for minors to get abortion or the definition of a late-term abortion. In any event, there are two challenges to Michigan's 1931 abortion ban that's pending now in the Supreme Court. However, since the passage of Proposal 3, those challenges to the old law now likely will be moot, meaning the Supreme Court will not have to decide it. Reporting live, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio, 950. Small cars performed surprisingly well in some new, tougher side impact crash tests from the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. The Mazda 3 did best in the upgraded test that better simulates a real-world crash. But Institute President David Harkey says the results overall were better than expected. You know, of the 11 vehicles, two got uh, good ratings, five 
got acceptable ratings, but we then did have four vehicles that did not do so well. Including the Kia Forte and Subaru Crosstrek and Impreza, both the sedan and the wagon. Jeff Gilbert, WWJ, News Radio 950. A high school in Monroe County taking extra precautions for the rest of the week after a threat forced a lockdown yesterday. A threat was found written on a bathroom stall at Dundee High School, prompting students to shelter in their classrooms while police and canine dogs searched the building for guns. No weapons were found, but the district says that students should avoid bringing a backpack to school for the rest of the week, as staff are going to be screening students when they come into the building. There's also going to be increased police there. Classes will return to normal this morning at Roseville High School, one day after a student brought a gun to school, causing a lockdown. The school's liaison police officer was able to confiscate the gun before any incident was able to happen. School officials say students and staff executed lockdown procedures perfectly after a staff member learned the student had the gun. The district says the student who brought the gun will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Well, the Detroit Church stepping it up today to make sure residents in need are able to fill the centerpiece of their Thanksgiving table. Luke Sloan joining us live to explain, Luke. Jonathan, Second Ebenezer Church is teaming up with the Detroit Towing Association to donate over 1,000 turkeys to city residents starting this morning at 9 o'clock. The giveaway is happening in the parking lot of the church on DeQuinder, just south of McNichols. Bishop Edgar Van says the giveaway shows the generosity of the city as residents continue to battle high inflation this Thanksgiving. Whenever there's a crisis or whenever there is a need, Detroiters step up. And that's what I'm most proud of. Uh, we do things like this at Second Ebenezer throughout the year. But, of course, at this particular time and season, um, people come together, uh, good hearts, good spirits, open up. Fan says each household will receive one turkey, and there is a limit of three households per car. Once again, this is happening in the parking lot of the church on DeQuinder, just south of McNichols, starting at 9 o'clock this morning. Reporting live, Luke Sloan, WWJ News Radio 950. Luke, thank you. A man has been sentenced to 75 months in prison after placing two pipe bombs outside a Michigan cell phone store and demanding $5 million in several threat notes. He apparently did this at a couple of stores. 76-year-old John Allen placed the bombs outside an 18 store up north and then a Verizon store in Sheboygan. Uh, the notes were mailed to the companies and placed on cell phone towers in the area. Allen pled guilty to multiple charges, including extortion by wrongful use of force and attempted destruction of a building. Well, you might want to, uh, you might not want to think about snow. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but it's uh, on the mind of a lot of officials in Oakland County as the colder temperatures are coming our way. The County Road Commission is gathering its snowplow drivers today to discuss preparations for the upcoming winter season. The meeting is going to include a review of snow maintenance procedures and best practices and a safety overview and a question and answer session. You might want to consider digging your winter coat and boots out of the closet sooner rather than later as uh, snow is expected in some parts of northern Michigan this weekend. We could even see maybe some flurries down here in Metro Detroit. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.